0: Detailed.
1: Good morning, and welcome to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7. I'm Kendra Petroni, and today I am so excited that we're putting the spotlight on 12-year-old Lydia Denton from North Carolina. Lydia is more than just exceptional. I'd say she's pretty extraordinary. She invented the Beat the Heat car seat. It's a car seat device that measures the temperature of a car and alerts parents and emergency officials when the temperature inside the car reaches 102 degrees not only is this invention genius and, in my opinion, way long overdue, it came with a $20,000 prize for Lydia, who won the grand prize in the Sitgo Fueling Education Student Challenge. Lydia is here with us this morning along with her mom, Covey. Welcome ladies and good morning.
2: Hello. Good morning.
1: Good morning. Lydia, I'm going to start with you. Are you going into the seventh grade? Is that correct? Yes, I am. First of all, how have you been doing with the pandemic, being quarantined at home? I'm curious to know how remote learning has gone for you and if you can share your experience before we get into the amazing things that you've been doing.
2: We had a few hiccups at first, but settled into a good routine. At first, we had all four of us and my mom was the teacher and my brother and my sister and me all trying to use one device. Oh boy. It was a disaster. <laughs> but we bought a Chromebook and figured out how to zoom on the phone, iPad and made it work. I really miss my friends a lot, but I miss my drama class this fall.
1: Yeah, I know. It's not been easy. I have three young kids under the age of 10 and we were all sort of sharing a device in the beginning and it's it hasn't been easy, that's for sure. Um, I how in the world did you come up with this idea, the beat the heat car seat? It's something that, you know, I had young babies in the car all the time, and it's it's something that we worry about all the time. We see it in the news, infant car deaths because, you know, either parents forget or don't realize how hot it can get in the car. How did you come up with this idea?
2: Well, I found out about hot car deaths when I heard a story on the radio about a baby dying in a hot car. They had a clip from the parents saying they were so heartbroken. My heart was so heavy. My mom always tells me that it's okay to feel sad. But feel the feels and then don't get stuck there. Feeling sad doesn't solve the problem. I decided I wanted to do something to solve this problem. 48 children died last year from being left in hot cars. Why? Why? I mean, we have watches that can email refrigerators and that can order food from the grocery. It's just ridiculous that babies are dying. So I have looked at what was already available on the market and decided we could do better. Right now, you can buy a proximity monitor that will will alarm your cell phone if you get too far away from the car seat. Or you can spend $300 for a smart car seat that will let you know if you're too far away. Or you can get a new, car, a new car with a seat monitor. But I go to a Title I school and live in Lowell, Eastern North Carolina. I mean, most of the kids at my school can't afford lunch. So how are their parents going to afford a $300 car seat?
1: Right. That's a good point. I mean, can you explain the actual process of how it works? I was reading about it, you know, that it's, it's sort of a, a pressure pad that registers when something is five pounds or greater in the car seat and it can check the temperature. But can you walk us through how someone like me, you know, a parent would set this up in our car and how it would basically work for us?
2: It's actually really easy to set up. You put the pressure pad under the car seat cover and attach the hardware to the side. It has a low battery alert to let you know if it needs to be charged. Once you put a baby over five pounds in the seat, the device turns on. It monitors the temperature outside the car seat, and it exceeds 102 degrees. It will contact 911. it will uh, sound an alarm and text the parent. The parent has 60 seconds to hit reset. That gives them three minutes before it starts to monitor again. So you can turn on the AC or move the car seat to the shade to get the baby safe. But if the parent does not hit reset, then it will give the GPS coordinates to the seat to 911 to get the first responders there to help.
1: Oh, th- this is amazing. I mean, I-, I can't believe that this wasn't created before you. I How did you build this? I mean, did anyone help you? I mean, how... How did you make this actual prototype?
2: Well, I entered the original prototype in the SitGo Fueling Education Challenge. That one I did on my own with a lot of help from online forums and YouTube tutorials. But I couldn't get it out of my head. I wanted to, to work, make it work better. So even after I entered, I kept working on it. I got my brother involved because he's a great coder. He looked at what I had done with the code and got the bugs worked out so it worked better. It was so frustrating, though. We were talking more than 100 tries to get something to work. That's where my sister comes in. She's a cheerleader, and she would remind us of the why, saving lives. She would give hugs, give snacks, and get us back on track. She's also the one brave enough to hold the wires when I was soldering.
1: <laughs> what? So what are the next steps now? So now you've created this amazing invention. How do we get it to the store? What, what are the next steps that you have to go through?
2: Oh my goodness. We did not know how much we did not know. We have so many wonderful people to reach out to us and help us learn about the next steps in prototyping, testing, and manufacturing. There's so much to learn and so many helpful people willing to teach me. I don't know all the next steps, but we're definitely moving forward one day at a time.
1: What can we do? I mean, is there anything us as a listener or as a fan of yours, can we help in the process? I mean, are there any GoFundMe pages or Kickstarter pages or any websites or anything we can do to help you along in the
2: process? Well, we aren't really accepting donations right now, but I think what people should do is educate themselves. A lot of people assume that it's neglectful parents who are doing this, but it's really sleep-deprived parents, grandparents, daycares. Most of the deaths aren't caused by neglect. The parents who have lost a child are heartbroken. They're so sad and guilty about it. Can you even imagine yourselves in their shoes? A website that is good to learn about this is kidsandcars.org. There's so many wonderful kids and scientific studies that show us, show you how it happens and things you can do to prevent these deaths from happening.
1: That's great. Kidsincars.org. We'll put that link up also um, at the end of this interview up on our website so that people can get some more info. I mean, you have had quite, quite a last few days, my friend. You've been everywhere. People Magazine, Good Morning America, MSN, ABC News. I, what do your classmates and your family members think of Of all of this, I mean, you've had a lot of attention the last couple days.
2: My teachers are sure excited for me. They've texted and Facebooked my mom. My brother and my sister are happy, too. They mostly mostly are happy that it's me having to do all the public speaking because (laughs) they don't really like that part.
1: Yeah, it's not easy. My mom is
2: thrilled, of course. She's She's hoping that this will help with college funds and maybe even scholarships.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask you, $20,000 is is a lot of money. And what what do you plan, I assume, like you mentioned, college saving? I assume that's what you're going to do with your winning?
2: Yes, um, we're putting most of it away for college. And we're using a little bit of it to help better the car seat because we want it for the car seat. So it makes sense that we'd use it towards that. But I also used $100 to go on a spending spree to buy myself a new little smartphone.
1: Good for you. Well, you you have definitely earned it. I have to know, you know, were you always interested in science? I have a 10-year-old daughter, and she's very into STEM, anything that's creating or inventing. And I know that your mom is a science teacher, so I'm assuming she might have had some influence on you. But did you always know that this is what you love doing, creating, and inventing things?
2: My mom started teaching science when I was a first grader. In 3rd grade, I made my first invention and I was hooked. We entered it through a competition called Explore Vision. And we thought that grown-ups were we thought that grown-ups were looking and reading about something I thought up. And I thought that was so amazing. I won honorable mention and couldn't wait to invent something the next year. I think that when kids get the feedback that they have good ideas, that their ideas are important, they start to have important ideas. That's what happened with me. I have so many ideas, some good, not some not so good, and they're just bouncing around, and I need them to come out. So
1: I, I want to mention uh, some of the other inventions because, you know, the, the car seat device is not the only thing you've created. You also won $15,000 for your school for a breathe device that detects hypoxic episodes. What is that? Tell us about that.
2: Well, hypoxia is low blood oxygen. Originally, we wanted to prevent drowning, but later we learned that things like ag- asthma, anaphylaxis, and heart attacks can also benefit from this um, this invention. So we programmed an Arduino microchip to monitor the blood oxygen. Like the car seat, if something is dangerous, it texts a warning and sounds an alarm. If the oxygen falls below 85%, then it goes ahead and texts 911 for help and gives the GPS location. Oh, my
1: goodness. You are amazing. And, and I have to mention this one because you're... You're an inventing machine. The redhead helmet. I love this. I have actually a husband who played football, and he talks to me all the time about concussions and the dangers that a lot of kids that play sports face You know, when it comes to concussions. You were the state merit winner for the Young Scientist Challenge for creating this helmet, the redhead helmet, that helps to prevent concussions by, and correct me if I'm wrong, mimicking the composition of, of a woodpecker's brain. Explain how this works to us.
2: Well, I researched the redhead woodpecker and all of the special things they have in their skull to keep them from damaging their brain. Did you know that they have 1,200 Gs when they ram their head onto a tree? Our brains can't even take 5 Gs without injury. So I used biomimicry to try to simulate what was going on in their heads and put those adaptations in a helmet. I ended up getting the NC State merit winner for the 3M Young Scientist Challenge.
1: I'm so impressed listening to you talk and just the ideas that you're coming up with. They are so common sense. Why haven't we had this the whole time? Kind of ideas, and I'm I'm just so impressed by you, Lydia. How do you come up with these inventions? Are they based on, you know, personal connections or experiences, or do you just base them on things that you see in the news and you just want to do better?
2: Well, usually. It's something personal. My newest things are about allergies because I have to lug around an EpiPen, an inhaler, and Benadryl everywhere. I wanted to come up with a solution for anaphylaxis so that I wouldn't have to worry as much. Other times, like the car seat, it's something I hear on the news. I also keep a list if I have a dream or think of something randomly so I can just write it down. A lot of times, ideas have already been created maybe aren't that great. But some of them are really good, and those are the ones that I focus on.
1: Well, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Exceptional Women on Magic 106.7, and we have been talking with 12-year-old Lydia Denton, who recently made national news by way of her amazing invention, the Beat the Heat car seat, which is a device that will help to prevent infant hot car deaths. She won the $20,000 grand prize in the Citgo Fueling Education Student Challenge, which is a competition that invites elementary and middle school students to apply STEM skills to develop solutions for a better and more sustainable world. Let's get back to our conversation. So as we mentioned earlier, we've been stuck in this pandemic for about five months now. And in the beginning, masks and gloves were very hard to come by. So of course, you created a way to reuse those plastic bags and create wearable gloves. By the way, I watched your YouTube video on the glove press and my cabinet under the sink is identical to the one that you showed with all the plastic bags falling out. Tell us about the glove press that you created.
2: So the pandemic gave me and my sissy a lot of time to create. Since we couldn't be on screens because my brother and my mom had Zooms, we were tinkering around. In our town, there was a big shortage of gloves. People were wearing this same pair all day and cross-contaminating everything. My uncle, my granny, and my nana all work in the hospital, and we're worried about not having enough gloves, so we wanted to try and come up with a solution. Our grocery stores didn't let us use reusable bags, so we ended up with a ton of plastic grocery bags mom gave us the challenge of finding something useful to do with all of them and we got the idea to melt them up and make gloves we got our neighbor mark to help us because we didn't want to blow anything up and those wires have to get hot he helped us use an old laptop charger so we weren't illustrating ourselves and helped us measure the toaster wire temperature and made sure it worked it was really fun to create
1: i think God, you got to market that and and sell that. That's I've been looking around my house trying to figure out ways that I can reuse those plastic bags. I mean, you should. Are you going to do anything more with
2: it? Who knows? Right now we're just focused on other projects.
1: You've got a lot going on for sure.
2: That one's easy to make and it's really low tech and it's definitely a cool way to repurpose those grocery bags.
1: What advice do you have for other kids? Because we have a lot of families that listen to our show every day and the kids at your age that may think, oh, that's impossible to invent something like that. And what advice or inspiration would you have for them to be able to tell them, you know, that they can create something that can change the world for better?
2: It isn't impossible. If you have a good idea, chances are you're going to need help to do it. We're kids, and there's a ton we don't know. But we can learn how to do anything. YouTube tutorials, teachers, parents, even books at the library. They're filled with so many helpful things. If you get feedback, be humble and accept it without getting angry. If someone cares enough to listen to your idea and try, and help you to make it better, that's a good thing. I've got to stick with it and keep trying until you've got a working prototype together. Also remember that you've also got um, different skills. Look around and see who can help. My brother hates hardware, but he's good at software and coding. I hate coding, but I'm, also at, I'm awesome at hardware. My sister loves to encourage and is is a big-picture person who can get a project back on track. Teamwork often makes things so much easier.
1: Who is the one person that you would say inspires you every single day and why?
2: Well, I think it's my mom. She always listens to my ideas, encourages me, and tries to find people who can help me succeed if she can't figure it out. She's always learning new stuff like how to edit videos or use a GPS shield so she can teach me. She's also very brave, so if I accidentally zap her or burn her, she always stays put and helps me anyway. I
1: want to talk to your mom for a minute, if I can, uh, Covey. What do you have to say about this? I mean, amazing daughter of yours. I feel like I, I need to, up my parenting skills. What do you think of all of the incredible things that she's been able to do?
3: I mean, she is incredible. I don't think any parent could ask for a better kid. Um, she's just really curious. She's tenacious. She never gives up and she's not content to see the world as it is, but she looks at the world for what it could be. So she's always just thinking about how she can make things better. And I love that about her.
1: How would you say she has inspired you?
3: I think the thing that inspires me the most with her is her fearlessness. I know a lot of adults, and me included, we're terrified of failure or we're scared that if we work on something and it doesn't succeed, that it's just going to be a waste of our time but she's not like that at all. So she worked on that car seat for over a year, and she had entered it into two other competitions that she found online, and she didn't win. Not an honorable mention, nothing. But she absolutely was convinced that it was a good idea, and she refused to give up. And I'm glad that she stuck with it because she entered it into this Discovery Sitco thing and wound up winning. But she takes every single failure And she uses it as an opportunity to learn and improve instead of letting it discourage her. So I think adults could really learn a lot from her way of looking at things.
1: And I wanna ask you too, what advice do you have for other parents who are listening? Because we have a lot of parents, a lot of moms that listen to our show every morning, every weekday, and they're probably thinking like, how in the world did she get her daughter to not only do schoolwork stuck in a pandemic, but create these incredible products that are gonna save lives. What advice would you have for them?
3: So, As a parent, but also as a teacher, I think there's something special in each and every child. For some, it might be their ability to do sports. For some, they're amazing at art. Uh, Others can sing or write. In Lydia's case, the thing that she really loves to do is inventing. And I think a lot of parents understand how to encourage maybe their soccer player. You have them practice. You give them the tools like cleats or shin guards and Maybe you sign them up for soccer camp or hire a coach. And with my inventor, it's sort of the same thing. Lydia has circuit building supplies. She has a space to tinker and create. She's got wires and microchips, but she's also got mentors and coaches who will teach her not to burn my house down. Um, And I just think it's as important as a parent to sort of recognize and nurture your particular child's strengths and for Lydia, inventing's just a fun hobby, and that's the way that she chooses to spend her time. I'm also a really strict mom when it comes to screen time and social media. Lydia is 12, but she doesn't have any social media like TikTok or Snapchat, and she's not allowed any screens at all on school days. Um, so that frees up a lot of time for her to pursue other interests like inventing rather than just sort of sitting there and vegging out on endless YouTube videos or things Smart. like that.
1: No, that's smart. Um, but
3: And she has a lot of other hobbies, too. She likes to act in community theater. She sews. She reads. She draws. She rides her bike. She cooks. So I think, you know, just let your kid be a kid and well-rounded. And once you find something that interests them, sort of nurture that inside of them.
1: You both have been incredible to have on the show today. I can't thank you enough. Lydia, you are, you're such a role model and not, just for other kids, but even, you know, like your mom mentioned, you're a role model for adults everywhere. I mean, you're a role model for me. You you inspire everybody. The fact that you are willing to be a change maker and keep pushing forward is just amazing. Your positive attitude, the desire you have to change this world for better is something that we need so much more of every day. Keep inventing, keep creating, and please you know, to the both of you, whenever you come to Boston, once this pandemic is over, please come visit us at Magic 106.7. We would love to have you. And thank you again so much.
2: It was a pleasure to be here, and thank you for letting me share it with your listeners.
1: Thank you to Lydia Denton for being in the spotlight today on Exceptional Women. We talk to celebrities and CEOs, but we're also interested in your neighbors, coworkers, and friends who are quietly making an impact in their communities. Go to magic1067.com and email us if you know someone you'd like to suggest for the show. Find us on Instagram at tab. And at Kendra the Entertainer. And be sure to join us every Sunday morning for another edition of Exceptional Women.
0: Have a great day, everyone.